0: Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And besides that, he's really weird. to the mark gunger show with international marriage speaker and author of laugh your way to a better marriage mark gunger this is your source for practical down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense and now the host of the mark gunger show mark gunger
1: Crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning knowledge. Indeed, I am your host, the one, the only Mark Gunger. Joining me is always the very lovely and charming and somewhat odd. <laughs> That's me. Diane Barley. Me. <laughs> and of course the amazing Philip James Gunger. The show is being engineered as always by the very <laughs> What? What are you guys talking about? I'm telling her that I'm amazing.
2: He's amazing. Oh, he's amazing. he's amazing. You're
1: odd. He's amazing. There like you go. Spider-Man. The amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> the show's being engineered, as always, by the very talented but eerily creepy Timothy Robert Ray, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of this incomprehensibly boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at askask at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You can send us an email about anything. Nothing is off limits, hence the warning at the beginning of the show. In exchange for the safety of that anonymity, we are brutally honest. This is the show of brutal honesty. If you want someone who's going to be very sensitive to your feelings, this is not the show for you. If we like what you have to say, we will celebrate you. If not, we will castigate you. We openly proclaim we will mock you. If we think you're nuts, uh, three versions of castigation on this show. If we think you need to be awakened out of your delusions, we'll stick your head in the toilet and give you a swirly, a the water's swirling around your head, to hopefully awaken you out of your delusions. If we think you're really crazy, you get the goat button. And if you blather on too much, you get the chicken. You get all three, you're officially crazy. What have you got there?
2: Okay. Chiquita. Mm-hmm. This little article says... Chiquita, banana, and I like to reveal...
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You hey, like this shirt? In yes. This cool shirt? I am squirrel, a, squirrel.
2: I am squirrel. a be- You're all over the
1: place. Oh a beautiful man. <laughs> he's, he's a narcissist. He's in love with his own re- reflection.
2: <laughs> all right, what do you got? Okay, article says, poached partners make unreliable mates. Poached. Poached.
1: Like poaching eggs.
2: Yeah. Dunk in the water and <laughs> turn up the heat. huh. <laughs> Actually, that's my favorite kind of egg. Is it? Mm-hmm. Really? I love it. And it's
1: kind of all wet and drippy and...
2: No, you take it out of the water.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's different. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: New research finds relationships that begin when one person coaxes another to leave his or her partner aren't very stable or satisfactory. A
1: poaching like... Like shooting an animal or right. something, you're stealing something that doesn't belong yes, to you. That right. kind of oh, yes, okay, that
2: kind of poaching. So
1: if you steal someone else's spouse, yes. they don't make very good spouses. Yes, what a
2: shock. Or I, when you're dating too, I I believe that it's true even when you're dating. Really? even though you think that everybody's fair game and that you can go after somebody who's already in a relationship.
3: I poached my wife.
2: I know you did. <laughs> I know you Four did. years and later, and it worked out. It worked out for you. Uh, They say there's an undeniable surge of satisfaction that comes from poaching a romantic partner, successfully coaching. uh, Sorry, successfully coaxing someone to end a relationship in order to begin one with you is certainly ego boosting. Is that what happened, Phil? You boosted your ego. I
3: feel good about
2: it. If that, if that describes your experience, enjoy the high while you can. Chances are good there's trouble ahead. Apparently, you're the exception to the rule, Philip.
1: Oh, that's about a marriage, isn't it? Or is it just dating? It's about dating.
2: Well, they didn't differentiate. They're just oh. saying. But I think it is true in dating, too. If you get in the habit of poaching people as the poacher, nobody's off limits to you. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> He's waiting to hit a button. <laughs>
1: Bad. Well, i waiting for the satisfaction. You said, without well, oh. it, you can't get no satisfaction.
2: satisfaction. All right. Uh, individuals who were successfully mate poached by their current partners tend to be socially <laughs> passive. Hot,
1: totally confused. Poaching, poachy, Poaching. the poacher, poacher. and mate poached. <laughs> All kinds of new words here today. Okay.
2: Uh, they, uh, t- they're not particularly nice to others. They're careless, irresponsible, and narcissistic. Are you sure you weren't poached?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, what I always warn people is if you have an affair or steal someone else, what that person does to that spouse, someday yes. they'll probably do to you. Yes. That's why you want to avoid it. You think I'm going to go steal someone else's husband, steal someone else's wife, and then you know everything's going to be peachy keen. Because it is really a supreme form of narcissism. Because you think, I'm so fabulous, everybody mm-hmm. will leave everybody for me. Mm-hmm. But all you're doing is you're finding someone who is a, you're discovering someone who's fundamentally unfaithful, yeah. and now you got them, and they're probably still going to be unfaithful to you at some point. Which is the point of this whole study, yeah. right? They yeah. make lousy mates. Yeah. Uh, now, just for the. Differentiation here on the dating. There's the very casual dating. Oh, right. we go out. You know, you want to step in and steal that. I have no problem with that. If you're in a date where you're extremely committed to someone, and then you come along, and pull them away. Yeah, you're basically yeah. getting someone who is committed. Yeah, but they're not, but they're not that other words, they'll easily cheat. They'll easily right. change their mind. So right. that's that can be a problem. Right. All right. Okay. All right. So now we know. Don't don't
2: go poaching anyway
1: Don't go poaching. <laughs> Africa's illegal to poach.
2: It's illegal
1: here too. <laughs> Does anybody poach here? Yeah.
2: Poach what? Like out of season deer hunting and stuff? Oh, that's for heaven's sakes. It doesn't have to be an elephant. 18 for
1: gazillion deer. Who cares? We run over the deer
2: here. No. Stupid they, deer. You don't call it poaching when you <laughs> hit it with your car. Yeah, flies and <laughs> elephants, that's rare. Yeah, I know. Yes. But it is considered poaching. It's like squirrel. Right, Tim, talking po- to my ears, Timmy, it is. Poaching. Con- yes, it's Really? Correct. I'm not talking. So if you
1: shoot a squirrel out of season, <laughs> You're it's poaching. poaching. 18 gazillion squirrels everywhere, and they're worrying, up people are crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, we will come back with something semi intelligent, and your emails are right
0: after this. Mark Gunger. Yeah, we've got an app for that. Download your free Mark Gunger app today. Down in my heart, there's a pain. Can't tell if it's real or just a.
1: We are back on the Mark Gunger Show. Mark Gunger, along with the lovely Diane Brierley and the crazy Philip James Gunger, talking about marriage, love, and relationships. Now he's crazy,
2: and I got so the lovely. You got the
1: lovely. So. <laughs> you go. so, you kind of balance out uh, the yin and yang That's here. right. All right.
2: Okay. First email says, "Dear Pastor Gunger, thank you for all you do. You are truly speaking awesome. of poaching.
1: Speaking of poaching, how do we know what you're wearing wasn't poached? Ooh, she's got this like animal thing on." <laughs>
2: You couldn't say that before I started reading the email. I'm a little delayed, too All right, go ahead. Now start. Okay, not I'm going to tell you because he says it's your awesome spectacular, and I shouldn't have even told you. Who said that? This guy that's writing. Oh, I like him already. Okay. So I the am awesome. T-shirt.
1: I think you should say that again.
2: Awesome.
1: And spectacular.
2: spectacular. He's spectacular. Okay. Okay. He has a question on long-distance dating. Can it work? He says, I have friends who were in a long-distance relationship for six months and got married afterwards. I met a girl on a Christian dating site recently, and we have been Skyping and talking on the phone for over a month now. We really like each other, and we have plans to visit each other soon. Do you have any tips for me?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Anything can work. People used to get married, and they met each other on their wedding day. They never Skyped. No. They never emailed. Nope. They never chatted on their iPhones, (laughs) but they made it work. Why? Because when they got married, they meant it. This was for life. The problem, what's fundamental, even with a question like this, is what these people all kind of think somewhere in the back of their mind is divorce is always an option. Mm -hmm. Will it work?
2: If it doesn't work. If it doesn't work. Yeah.
1: Look, the minute you say, I do, it works. Look, especially from, if you're not a Christian, you know, tune out for a minute. But if you're a committed Christian, if you live by the principles of Christianity, which is love, patience, kindness, forgiveness, you could stick any two people in the world together. That's why the Bible never says try and find any one special person. All it says is make sure they're a believer, someone who actually lives this out.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. actually, the Christian message, seriously, you could put any two people in the world together, any Christians who really believe this and put them together, and they could be very happy with each other if they'll live out. The Christian faith.
2: The problem is they don't.
1: They don't. I know that's a Even problem. Even the Everybody's... ones
2: who don't long distance date that think they found the one, they still don't give I it know. out. And
1: everybody wants the out. Everybody wants the back door and stuff like that. So what they're saying, well, can this work? You know, what is the magic formula to make something work? Well, there's no magic formula to make something work. You make a promise and you live by the promise. It's a promise for life. That's why you should take it seriously and be very thoughtful about it. I don't care if you met the girl five minutes ago from a Christian worldview. You commit yourself to that person. You are committed for life. That's the rule. That's the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, because we don't take the Bible seriously anymore. We don't listen to what Jesus said. Jesus says, if you just, without cause, you know, without adultery, something, just divorce your spouse and marry someone else. Now you're committing adultery. Well, Christians don't like to hear that anymore because no. people just like to do what they want to do. So, um, I suppose he can ask, you know, is it wise? Is it going to make it harder or easier? I don't know. Again. That's why you want to be as thoughtful as you can. How do you know? There's people who know each other fairly well and get married. They're so miserable.
2: Well, there is one thing. If it's long distance, how long distance? And you talk about not taking the girl away from her family. So that is one thing to consider. I advise
1: people not to take the girl away from their family. It can be done. It's not illegal. It's not immoral. I'm just trying to give people basic advice. Basic advice is keep the girl near her social structure. Mm -hmm. You'll find she'll be less irritating to you. (laughs) To quote darling, check all things are possible.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, all things are possible. It's for all our charismatic evangelical yep.
1: friends. <laughs> so, uh, can it work? Of course, anything can work. Just remember, this is for life. God takes us extremely seriously. Think it through. The fact that you're Skyping, you know, how's that different than sitting there with him? You know, I don't know. See, the reason why a lot of people would even balk at this is because they're convinced they gotta date for 18 years first. You're gonna date for a year and year and year and year and year and year before they decide to get married. It's all a bunch of nonsense. Everybody's making this way too complicated. The reality is you find someone, you talk it through under the advice of family and friends. That's who you talk to. You don't talk to guys like me. You talk to family and friends. They're the ones who know you. They know how you're wired and stuff like that. And if everybody says and encourages you under the advice of others and your pastor and stuff, then marry anyone you choose. Anybody can make it work, bottom line.
2: All right. Speaking of meeting somebody and making it work, I watched that whole series, except for the last episode now, of the Married at First Sight, where all of the experts set. You know, I got contacted the by the producer, one of the yeah. producers of that show. Yeah.
1: That said they had considered me for that show.
2: To do one of the experts? Yeah. Yeah. They do have a spiritual advisor on there. Yeah.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I don't know anything about that. I don't know. Why didn't they call me?
2: I don't know. Come on. (laughs) It's all done now. It's all More money, more money, more money.
1: Huh? So it's all done? It's all done, yeah. So so what happened?
2: It's all done. Well, I'm behind on my DVR, so I have to get to that. But they had three couples, and they literally met each other at the altar. Yes. And then they had five weeks to decide... Can we make this work? And then they had the option of staying married or getting divorced. Again,
1: they're going in with the back door open. So even that is fundamentally flawed. But anyway, okay, go ahead.
2: So I think, from what I can see by the commercials that I haven't watched the final show yet, two of the three of them decided to stay married, and then there's a follow-up show that six months later, and I haven't seen that one yet. And it's only like two couples of the three are on that show. When I saw the ad, so that they they try, but they're not Christians, and they're not going about it from you're committed, you need to do this kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. It was it was a really interesting show, actually, better than what I thought that it was going to be. But
1: statistically. According to that, and it's too small of a sample, two thirds of them decide to stay married. Yeah. I told you from the beginning, it said, I wouldn't surprise me if they actually have a higher success rate yeah. than just the normal dating thing, even though they made each other on the, on yeah. the day. Because you go into it thinking, we need to learn yeah. to love each other. Yeah.
2: And the funny thing is, is that of the three couples, all the other episodes, the one that I thought would make it, I think, are the ones judging from the ads. That didn't choose to stay married. And the other two that had a lot more conflict and problems chose to stay married, which was interesting to me.
1: Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. See, it's a choice. That's again, that's what I'm saying. It is a choice. You make a decision, you have your values, you stick to it. So, and again, generally, I would not advise marrying someone you met today. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But yet,
2: if you are committed... But if you're committed, you understand your values, and you understand
1: what you're doing, and we're going to grow to learning to love each other. Again, for thousands of years of human history, most of the people on the face of the earth, that's exactly how they got married. They met each other almost for the first time. Or whatever dating they had was so supervised... You know, there wasn't this getting along and getting alone and spending hours and hours with each other and sticking each other's tongues down each other's throats, you know, and all this stuff for, you know, three, four years and going through everything, probably sinning anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, and then deciding to get married. Most people throughout the history of mankind got married. Pretty much they were strangers when they got married. Mm -hmm. But yet divorce rate fundamentally was very, very low. Why? Because they understand they live by their values. Uh, people today, they date, 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 and then they finally get married, and then they still have a higher divorce rate. So, anyway. Okay. All right. We'll come back with more emails right after this.
0: Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com, and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. One day I'm gonna take it home. Make a record with all along.
1: The music of the Reverend Jimmy Bratcher, shake his music out at jimmybratcher.com. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show and are watching it. Mark Gunger, Diane Briley, Phil Gunger, asking your emails about love, marriage, relationships, and general nonsense. What have you got?
2: She says, My husband and I live in a small town in Germany, his childhood town. I've been living here for almost four years, finally getting to know other families, mostly mommies, but I'd like us to invite some of my friends with their husbands and kids. So, And my husband, uh, my husband and I have friends together as a married... Oh, so she wants to invite the families over so they have friends together. Sorry, Kay. I just misread that. But my husband makes a big stink saying... He he has his friends from his childhood, doesn't need any more. I'm really lost about this. I'd love for us to get together to meet families in our small town. Any thoughts? She says, I'm married six years. They have a two-year-old. She's American. I miss having barbecues with my friends and family. His friends are mostly single guys. She wants to know, am I wrong for wanting this?
1: No, actually, I advise it in my book, the Beatitudes books. I encourage couples to get couples' friends. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that couples struggle so much is they don't have friends. They have their individual friends your own psycho crazy people that think like you that's why they're your friends but one of the best things a couple do is get other couples that you can interact with just so you can have a healthy marriage and and, uh, see how they interact and you can talk to each other and talk out you're crazy with each other I think is one of the healthiest things you can do so do I think she's right yeah I do now on the other hand she points out the fact that he's single the friends are saying I don't have a problem with uh, a guy having single friends I have a problem with a guy who still acts like he's single (laughs)
2: <laughs> with his single friends. With his
1: single friends.
2: Yeah, she didn't say whether that was the case. And or
1: that's, not. sometimes that's what happens. They, yeah. they just run around and, he, and then he acts like he's single and gets as irresponsible as, like, a, hey, you're married now. You need yeah. to grow up. At some point, your single friends, I would think, would also get married. I mean, I don't know how old he is or whatever. The uh, deal
2: 29, is. I think. Yeah, she I mean, said. single friends yeah. should get on
1: with their life. Um, but I'm not opposed. I mean, I've had single friends. I, not a, I don't think that's a problem per se. People have their friends, women have their friends, guys have their friends. That's fine. What you're challenging him is we need to have friends as couples. And what's surprising to me is how many people don't want that. And it's one of the reasons their relationships at some point struggle and just fall apart. And then they rush to get help from someone like me or some counselor paying money for this. When in reality, if you just get some friends and talk it through with your friends, you'd get a balanced perspective. See, that's why you need a counselor because we're arguing about something. We don't have balanced perspective. So they got to go to a counselor and the counselor doesn't really know them, uh, you know. So, and if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. My advice, it's just my advice, it's not a law get some married friends. All of y'all, all all y'all out there that are married should have married friends. Not that you can't have your individual friends. You can sell, you know, it's not like there's a limit on the amount of friends you can have. People are very odd. You know, they think, well, I I can't have more than one friend because then I can't be friends with anybody. And there's people who are wired that Mm -hmm. way, and I get it. Your husband might be wired to that. Some very faithful type people don't like having lots of friends. So, anyway, the thing is, you got to communicate to him look, it's okay for you to have your friends. It's okay for me to have my friends. But it's healthy for us to have other couples we can talk to once in a while. It's not like you got to live with them 24 7. Just get together and have some couples' friends. That's my advice. But you can't force him to do it. What you so what do? if
2: she just said, "Oh, we're having a barbecue after, you know, church on Sunday, and so and so's coming over." Yeah. What if she just did that?
1: She can do that. It probably raise a steam. Well, those people—they just don't like yeah. any other friends. Yeah. They just don't. They're just they don't not, want anybody else. They don't like world. other people hanging around. Yeah. And uh, so at some point, I mean, if you, if you have a spouse who's really intense about that, then it is what it is. It's not like you have to have it. Look, anybody can succeed if you're just on your commitment to each other. I advise to have a couple friends, but it's not a law. You can never have a couple friends and still have a great marriage. So there's people that are absolutely, they just have three or four friends mm-hmm. and they refuse to let anybody else into their lives. Usually these people marry someone who wants lots of friends. Mm-hmm. And, and that's is, the problem. And that's one of the big arguments in marriage. And it is what, you just got to accommodate each other. You know, don't try and shove a lot in his face, and he needs to allow you to have your friends and stuff. So my advice, you guys should have couples' friends. If he refuses them, I wouldn't let it wreck my marriage. You know? What I try to communicate to him, say, look, I n- say I need it. Don't say you need it. Yeah. Say, I need these. My wife and I are like this. I want everybody in the world to come over to my house. <laughs> she doesn't. She just doesn't. You know, I, I tease her. Tell her she's asocial. She hates it when I say it to her. Because they're really mad,
2: doesn't it? And so you say it anyway. So I say it anyway, of course.
1: You know, she's not asocial or antisocial, but she's just, you know, from my, from my viewpoint... Compared
2: to compared you, to me, she is. Compared to me, she is.
1: If we never had anybody over for five years straight, she'd be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> well, she had, you know, you're our friend, yes. but she's got a limited world. And her children, her grandchildren, that's, that's her yes. world. The idea of bringing other people into our house... Is doesn't happen very often. She's just not wired that way. So I want to live with the girl. I want to succeed with the girl. So I shut up. You know, We don't have a lot of people. You're
2: not the big dinner party, have the big barbecue, how many, everybody How over.
1: many dinner party barbecues <laughs> have you been to at our house? None. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> been, been to that? our house? I've been to her house. No. I've been to your house. Yeah. I've been to his house. <laughs> yeah you don't get too many people at our house. It's the redhead that I'm married to just, just not wired that way. Now, if she's married to a guy like that and it's that important, yeah. then there's no sense in pushing it. Yeah. Okay? Again, general advice is general advice. I think it's good advice. But then you've got to deal with your situation. And if you've got one person who just doesn't want other people in the house, then you got to deal with it. Now, on the other hand, then she has to allow me the freedom yeah. to be able to go out and interact with people and yes. stuff. And I get my... Buzz that way. I'm in church. I'm pastoring. Everybody's talking to me. I t- speak at these conferences. And you
2: go out. You guys go out to other people's parties. You yeah, just don't we'll have go that in your house. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go to Nancy's. We'll yeah. go to yours. Whatever like yeah. that. She just
1: some and some women are like that. They just want you to come in their house. Yeah. Because they want to <laughs> deal with the mess, <laughs> which is what she'll say. It's easy for you to say you don't clean <laughs> anything around here. You don't. Get which is, is true. Because I don't do this jack. I don't do anything. I'm a totally worthless man. So uh,
2: see so, if you would help her get it ready and clean it up, maybe she would have people over. And, and you know what?
1: Uh, if fairies would dance <laughs> across the sky at night, it would be much more entertaining as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not going to happen.
1: <laughs> Not going to happen. So this friend is interesting how often this is an argument, in mm. the friend thing. I think it's good for couples to have other couples' friends, as I said. I think it's great advice. I would really encourage that. But there are people who are seriously wired. They don't want anybody else in their lives than the people they have. You're going to have to accommodate that. That's who you marry. As long as he allows you a chance for you to do your interactions and stuff, you know, it's all about compromise, working it out. All right, we'll take a break and be back with more right after this.
0: Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience.
3: Beautiful <laughs> you're so captivated.
1: Phil thinks he's singing about him.
3: <laughs> Head down to your
1: feet. <laughs> Beautiful you.
3: I get so...
1: Hi, you're on the Mark Gunger Show Can with the Mark Gunger Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Mark Gunger, Diane Briley, and Phil Gunger answering your emails about love, marriage, and relationships. What do you got there?
2: Uh, next email says, is it all right for my husband to paint fantasy art he is an artist, and he has always drawn lots of different kinds of pictures, but mostly he is fascinated with the nude form, especially women, and he draws them in A man who is style. fascinated
1: by the nude female form. Outrageous! I've never heard of such a thing.
3: Is it like naked female unicorns? <laughs> is that where the fantasy art comes into? No. What well, makes it
1: fantasy?
2: Um, it's, You've seen it where it's all... <laughs> I have not you seen
3: it. Don't I
1: make me sh- no a pervert!
3: No no no,
2: no. no, no, no. I showed you right before we oh, started Mark, the you started Oh, Mark, you got magazines like that all over your house! No, it's drawings and it's paintings and it's all, you know, swirly in the background and like oh, the women swirly? are all... <laughs> How do I describe Swirly art. Oh, I th- you know, actually, I
3: think swirly I know what you're talking about. about. Draw something.
2: I, I'm a terrible <laughs> artist. Oh. But, you know, it's like... Well, what's that chick's name? The one that was like Hercules, a cartoon, but kind the of a, other one. Zena,
3: Princess Warrior.
2: Yes, Zena. It was kind of like that, but drawn. You know, where it's like yeah, the I, boobs are over-accentuated in this little teeny waist, and she's got the big sword and the flowing like, hair. Like a,
1: like a cartoon.
2: Kind of like, kind of like I look. <laughs> Your sword. Give
0: me your sword. sword. Samurai swords behind. Samurai sword. That's right. You need it over there. I just
3: need the sword, and then there
2: you got the image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: yes. Okay, now I got it.
0: And And now I'm highly
3: disturbed. You need to watch it live so you can see Diane holding a sword. Yes, okay.
1: Actually, I. I'm going to have difficulty sleeping <laughs> at night
3: after that. <laughs> that okay, visual.
1: now I know but, what you're talking about.
2: Okay, she says, since he became a Christian, he hasn't drawn any of this. It's mainly okay, so due he's to not the fact it. that she doesn't like it.
1: Mainly due to the fact that she doesn't, she doesn't like, like it. it. So who cares? Stopped. She doesn't like it, just don't do it. Listen to me. So She's still upset about it? Because he I used to do it? <laughs> There's things I do or do not do just because one reason. My wife
2: doesn't, doesn't like,
1: it. like it. Or I like it, One of and and that's all that matters. Yep. She doesn't care ten cents what I think about it. A healthy woman doesn't care. No. Whether he likes it or not. I I don't understand these women who, well, he doesn't do because I don't like it, but but he still wants to Well, what do you
2: care? Well, as long she as he wants doesn't to know do it. She's justified that you're going to take her side. I think that that's a lot of people want to be validated. And in here's there. the thing:
1: a healthy woman doesn't need to be validated. I will argue this: yeah. that the, she's not a strong health. She's stronger than most.
2: Yes. Because she said she, didn't because like she it doesn't. Because she doesn't. She
1: lays down the law, but she still got self doubts and stuff. No. A truly healthy, strong woman says, "I don't like it. You don't do it, and that's the end of it." She doesn't care what anybody thinks. She doesn't care what he thinks. Doesn't care what the neighbors think. Doesn't care what a nitwit like me thinks. That just they lay down the law. I don't want this in my home. Yeah. That's all you got to do, sweetheart. You've laid down the law. I don't want you drawing pictures of naked super boobs. Okay. <laughs> then okay. That's all you got to do. That's all. You're done. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what he thinks. Thanks. The good news, he's a Christian now. Yes. She says I don't want to do that. He doesn't yeah, do it anymore. Yeah. Okay.
2: And she did say he has some still books in the house, still has some books in the house. That, tell him to get rid of them. What
1: I would do is accidentally, when he's at work, accidentally throw them in the garbage.
2: Yeah.
1: Where'd they go? What? <laughs> what? My books. Oh, were those there? They're gone. Ha! Sorry. I'm so sorry. I threw them in the fire. You know, I I just wouldn't. I wouldn't tolerate it. It's it's your home. You don't. And the same with him. I mean, if you're doing something that he doesn't like, I I, I think spouses have the right to impose on each other.
2: And people, what?
1: And people don't think what? They, they don't believe that anymore. I know. You can't tell me nothing.
2: No, you can't, you can't tell, tell me, me what. You can't do. tell
1: me what. And no wonder people are so miserable. hmm Anyway, people. So I I think it's fine now. The fact that he's still fascinated by the
2: female form. <laughs> female form. They all are. (laughs) Every last one of them, they all
1: are. I'm 60 years old. I'm still fascinated by it. It is what it is. We're men, all right? Hate us, love us, whatever. We are fascinated. It doesn't matter whether he's fascinated by it or not. Just no. You don't get to do that. Same thing with porn. I don't know why any any strong woman would never allow her husband to watch porn. It's the weak ones. Well, he wants to, and he says it's okay, and I don't know what to say. Really? My wife would knock my head off. You'd knock your husband's head off. You would kill your husband slowly, boiling him in a vat of very hot She'd acid. Poach She'd poach him. she poach him. She has a whole book on the ways that she will torture him. Strong, confident, healthy women do not tolerate this stuff. It's all you girls that are insecure. You don't know who you are. You live in fear. And men just do whatever they want. Your husband does whatever he want. pushes you around and says... So- you know, no. You don't yell? You don't scream? No. No, you're not looking at porn in my house. You want to look at porn? Get oh, out.
2: I might yell and scream a little bit. <laughs> just because <laughs> I'm it's fun. You don't.
1: <laughs> okay, so you want to yell and scream <laughs> a little? The problem is if you get all emotional, they can't hear you. This is true. The minute you get emotional, girls, then he doesn't, All you, get, you need to stay as calm as you possibly can and just say no. Well, there's nothing wrong with looking at porn. Fine. Get out. It's very simple. You want to go look at it? Get out and go look at it. Not in my house. You stand for what you believe, especially if you're Christians. If you're Christians, I don't, know, I don't know what standard a guy, a Christian guy, can come up with and say, okay, look at porn. He's delusional.
2: But see, the women are always afraid to say, but get even, out, because they're afraid that he will get out and never come back.
1: No. That's what they're the afraid op- of. I know. The opposite always happens. You watch how many times people, women put up with stuff for years and years and years and years, and they finally fall apart. They can't take it anymore. They all eventually kick him out anyway. That's the thing. But they wait till they don't care anymore. As soon as they kick him out, what does he do? He cries, he begs to come home, I'll change, I'll go to counseling. If she would have enforced that early on, she could have saved her marriage. But now when he cries and begs, I'll come back, I'll do whatever you want, she says, I don't care, it's too late. I promise you, there's thousands of women today who will kick out their husbands, and by tonight, he will be begging and pleading to come home, and she won't let him back in because she doesn't care anymore. When is if she would have done that early, my wife would have done it early. You girls would have done it. The good, strong, healthy girls. Not that the other girls are bad, but they're just not healthy. Don't tolerate this kind of nonsense. I'm bringing a bunch of porn magazines and looking at stuffed naked chicks on a computer screen. My wife would beat me for the inch of my life. And she'd kick me out. And it would cause repentance, I promise you. (laughs) So anyway, enough of that. What else you got?
2: Um this one says after years of a terrible marriage i fell into temptation and had an affair for several months after i confessed the affair to my husband he forgave me we are both trying to be the spouses god called us to be while things are going better than they were in previous years I'm having trouble breaking the emotional bond that I feel with the other man, mm-hmm. and have trouble being intimate with my husband because I feel like I still belong to someone else. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me how to break that bond with the other man so I can connect with my husband again?
1: Uh, there is no magic cure, time, 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 time. That's why you're not supposed to have sex with somebody else. It is an ex- Sex is an incredibly strong bond. Our culture... St- Desperately tries to say sex is nothing. It doesn't matter. You can have sex with 20 different people. It's just sex. It's no big deal. They're lying to you, particularly for women. Mm -hmm. A woman really bonds with a guy when she has sex with him and she can't, and it's hard for her to let go. You have an affair with someone. I know people who have had affairs and it can be, not to discourage you, it can be 10 years later and they still feel that draw to that person. It makes it difficult, everything you're saying. What she saying, I want it to go back like it was. It doesn't. See, that's why the Bible says don't do it. It's not that God
2: is embarrassed about
1: naked people. He's seen you naked. He can handle it. It's not about that. It's for you. It is damaging to you, and it is destructive and very hurtful to your family and those that you care about. You start having sex with some other guy, and you're getting naked with him and doing all this crazy stuff. What do you think is going to happen? No, I, don't, oh, I we apologize, and we got together, and, and I want everything the way it goes. No, that's the problem. That's why you don't do it. That's why you should warn your girlfriends. Man, don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't do it. It hurts. It. It's painful. It's not worth it. It's hard to get over it. It's difficult to get over it. People who get into this will find themselves haunted by this. Sometimes for just years, it may never go away. What do you do? Nothing. You suck it up. You honor your commitment. He forgave you. He's willing to go on. Then you go on. Well, I'm miserable. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't do it in the first place. All right, take a break. We'll be back with more right after this.
0: Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations.
1: What's that Story. Have you ever seen
2: that? You ever see that? Je- oh, yeah.
1: You finally saw it. No, that was Ross. Oh, that was Ross who never saw it. All right. You're on the Mark Gunner Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Answering your emails. What do you got?
2: Okay, can I go back to this lady's email? Where you she's may having go back trouble. to the lady, she, yes. she said something interesting that caught my attention, that she said she was having trouble being intimate with my husband because mm-hmm. I feel like I still belong to someone else. Yeah. It's odd Especially that when she didn't you're feel having that way the, the first affair, time. <laughs> no. that you don't feel like you can't have sex with the other man because you belong to your husband. I just found that very fascinating. Yes, yes.
1: I, I I remember when you first read that, that flashed in my head real quick. Yeah. It, it is absolutely yeah. true. It's just that fallen, sinful nature. Yep. You know, we want what is wrong.
2: Yeah. You don't belong to the other guy. You, you belong, belong to your, to your husband. husband and you belong to him all along. So it's yeah. you don't belong to the other you guy. You should have
1: had a difficult time yes. being intimate with the
2: other guy. Yes, because you belong to your husband. Yeah, but
1: now she's back with her husband and she has a difficult time being with you him. Get
2: it in your head I do belong to my husband. This yeah. other guy isn't who I belong to. Exactly right. I just, that caught my attention. So I had to bring that up. Well said. Okay. Brilliant. Simply brilliant. Dating question. Uh, he says, I am between a rock and a hard place. That's got to I... hurt. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I hate that. <laughs> I know a girl. We have known each other for years as we are involved in the same youth ministry. I like her. She has a great personality. Mm-hmm. We communicate well. Okay, and so she you would like a the girl,
1: communicate well, mm-hmm. we have a great time, we would make a great wife. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: The only thing really stopping me from pursuing a relationship with her is mm-hmm. that she is really not that pretty, and I don't <laughs> find her sexually attractive. Is this a real issue? I don't want a bad sex life years from now because I don't find my wife sexually attractive even though I love her dearly. Uh Will the sexual attraction work itself out or am I being shallow and should I get over myself and date the girl? Uh,
3: First of all, you are shallow. (laughs) So go let, watch the movie Shallow Hal. Go Shallow, shallow How. Hell.
1: This, that's a good that's movie. A good movie. Shallow Hal. I actually look what I wrote down you here. Shallow Hal. Shallow okay. How. That's exactly what I wrote down. <clears throat> so uh, yeah. Um, so yes, yes, you are. You're shallow and you're a nitwit. Uh, so let that be established. Uh, but on the other hand, marriage is fundamentally a sexual contract. And if you have someone that you enjoy being with, their friend, but you have no sexual connection, you're not. You don't even like the way they look. Move on. <laughs> I don't know. Now, some people would argue because you have such great friendship that that's more important anyway, and then the sexual part will play out. I don't know. It might. What it do you guys, might not. What do you think? What do you guys think of this? Phil? Phil, a wise one.
3: Yeah, I, it could definitely work itself out. Do you have any sexual attraction? I guess that'd be the thing. If it's like, if well, it's like zero
2: or sub-zero, or she's repulsive to yeah, you, yeah, do you vomit when you see her. <laughs> no. or like, well, she's pretty, but she's not
3: like a ten, right? Then, then you're probably getting these a single show. guys think that way yeah. too.
1: You know, they like her, but they they really yeah. they think they're going to get a ten in their lives. And look in the mirror, you're probably not a prized pig yourself. But, I don't get it. At my age, all women are attractive to me. <laughs>
2: Sometimes, isn't it like if he would if he would date her and they would get married and that they would start the sexual part? Sometimes, doesn't that just feed itself? Has that you he dated actually, her yet, or no. are they just friends? No, they're well, just friends. Start dating. So he's trying and see to what decide. happens. Because sometimes, once you start having sex, it's like, oh yeah, this kind of works.
3: Well, don't start having no, sex. No, not when they <laughs> not until they're married. Diane, Diane. You're pervert. I meant after well, they were
2: married. It up. <laughs> beep. 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 Back it
1: up. No, back it up. I
2: meant date her. Get married, and then you never know what might happen.
1: Look, I, I would like be it. inclined to agree with that. I think of the, the least amount of problems, especially if they're virgins. Yeah. the least You start having sex with somebody, it's, it's, pretty, it's nice. pretty wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be really. But it depends, what he means by not attractive, if, she is, if she's repulsive to you, yeah.
2: then don't then, do it. Then
1: move on. But if you just look at a G, I don't feel like, <laughs> you know, I'm, here's the thing. <laughs> you could marry the chick that you think is really hot, and in 15 years, she'll look worse than the right. ch- other chick that you're talking about. Right. There's no guarantee. The Bible says beauty is fleeting.
2: Flies away. If you have away. all the other stuff.
3: <laughs> and then she could be more like myself, who clearly gets better with age.
2: Yes. yes.
1: That's she That's a could. strong Gunger trait. She could. The older we are, the better looking we get.
3: It's kind of a Benjamin Button-ish yes, yeah.
2: thing. Yeah.
3: Said the bearded
1: wonder over there.
2: The Al-Qaeda cool. runaway.
1: So out of my guess, he's probably just thinking too hard. If you're repulsed by the girl, yeah, then move on. If you are just the, you think, gee, she's great and want to make a great wife, yeah, isn't that terrible? Someone who's wonderful <laughs> will make a great wife. You don't want to marry her. <laughs> you want to marry someone who's really good looking who'd make a terrible wife. <laughs> <A terrible> <laughs> People are crazy you're for you're having be sex. Happy for the rest of, of your life.
2: life. Make Never make a pretty woman in your, your life. Wife. Yeah, that's what it goes. <laughs>
1: that's it. So, you know. I don't know, my guess is my guess is as we started out you are shallow and you're thinking like an idiot that's what, what i would say
2: just date, and then decide. date her date seriously just date, date her. her just step into the ring yeah. date her and no, see what af- happens he's
1: afraid that he won't enjoy sex with her
2: well uh, you haven't even dated her yet I, I know
1: but i'm just saying my guess is you're you're pretty much going to enjoy
2: this. and you know what just turn the lights off because it's dark <laughs> 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 you don't have to see her. Day- Later her in the dark. There's
1: an idea. Again, if she's repulsive to you, yep. you move on. <laughs> Have you seen the, the hot crazy matrix? Yes.
2: Oh, that's, that's funny. That's hilarious. That's really funny. That.
1: Let's see if I can squeeze it. In. Have you heard this? Yeah. Okay. So the hot crazy matrix is on, on the one scale, you've got how hot she is. Okay. One to 10. And then on the crazy, you've got three to 10. Because there's no such thing as a woman who's not—he's a little crazy. Okay, so there's there's no there's no one. They're all a little nuts. All right. Now, nobody marries a woman who he thinks is less than a five. That's true, right? I mean, you don't you don't attract her at all. Maybe that's his problem. Yeah. My advice, really, to simplify it for you. Go date somebody else. If you got that many questions, move on. Seriously. So the matrix says, don't date anybody that's under five. Okay? And then the ones who are five to ten, you can marry them unless they're not too crazy. Unless they're not too high on the crazy scale. Because if they're too high on the crazy scale, you can't marry them. Okay? Now some guys say, no, no, no. I found a great girl, and she's gorgeous, but she's low on the crazy scale. We'd say, no, no, that's a unicorn. (laughs) Because those don't really exist, and then someone else says, "No, no, I found a girl who's a ten, and she's a zero. She's not crazy at all." And the matrix says, "No, you're you're dating a dude, and you just don't know it yet." So very funny. That's really <laughs> just, funny. Find it uh, on YouTube. The, the hot the crazy ma- matrix. Hot crazy matrix. Very funny. The one with the guys is very simple.
2: It's uh, money. Uh, yeah, and hot. It's, it's
1: money and how good looking they are. And the way that works is, if they got enough money, it doesn't matter what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, really, if he's got all these doubts and stuff, yeah. I mean, we're making, we're going at you in here. So the reality, if you don't want to be with this girl, go find somebody that you want to be with. It's just pretty simple. We'll take a break and be back with our final segment right after this.
0: Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. We never, ever and fight We learned a long time ago Yeah, come on, get it right well, Hugs and kisses Sweet perfume My baby loves me So I sing this tune I love my baby I love my baby Yeah, I love my baby Sweet, I love the song hey, I love my baby And my baby loves me Jimmy Bratcher, the music
1: of Jimmy Bratcher The electric rev Take it out at jimmybratcher.com <clears throat> What do you got there, Diane?
2: Okay. she's Lovely
1: left. Diane. You can always tell when Diane comes in the room
2: because uh-huh. she goes. No, that's when I'm in the room and you walk and in walk the, into room. the room. I walk into the room. That's it. Who gave me this? I don't know. That's the first I've seen it.
1: Now, when I walk quite
2: obnoxious. Room, when I
1: walk in the room, all the women go.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, what do you got?
2: Okay, she says, My husband and I are planning to adopt. We have three children already between the ages of 4 and 11. My parents, however, are not supportive and also do not like big families. Anytime we spoke of adopting, they are very negative about it to the point of my mother saying, If God wanted that child to have a family, he would provide them with a family. He doesn't need you to adopt.
1: What an ignorant statement. If God wanted them to have a family, then maybe God would have created that kid who will adopt that kid. (laughs) What an ignorant statement. Okay, anyway. That's just ignorant. Ignore. There's ignorant. not one I
3: instance g- of adoption in the Bible.
2: What? Just kidding. Okay.
3: So when yeah. Christians get on that, just, no, just start reading from the beginning. <laughs> you'll hit something there pretty soon. Yeah.
1: In fact, all of you are adopted, yes. the Bible says, by God into the kingdom of God. If you're against adoption, then you'll go to hell. That's a strange <laughs> thing. but I, Excuse me. What I'm saying, God adopts us, the Bible yes, says. Yes. Into the family. We're not adopted. everybody thinks we're all born, everybody's okay, a child, child of you. God. Not really. The Bible, Jesus said, we're all child of, children of the devil.
2: Yes. Born in this
1: world because of sin. We come to God, we ask for forgiveness, and the Bible says he adopts us. So,
2: into if a, adopting, so if you're not adopted, you're going to hell. I'm with you now. Which is
1: too hard okay. for too many people to relate and will make people want to go. <laughs>
2: She, right. co- she continues, I have always felt passionate about adoption and would love a large family. We're not able to have any more children biologically. What are your thoughts on adoption in general?
1: I am absolutely for it. I think it's fabulous. Ignore your family. Who cares? They're not the one raising the kid. Here's the problem. She already said they don't like large families. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Whether we should. You be, had more kids of your own or not? That we sh- probably. Would be we should an be pro
1: large families. Families are a wonderful thing. There's great energy that comes in life that comes. Now, if you can't, if you don't have enough money to screw in a light bulb, you probably shouldn't be adopting a kid. You know what I'm saying? And there's people who do that. Yes, they do. They're so broke. They're psycho crazy people. They can't support what they got, and they're adopting twenty other kids. And I, you know, I think there, there's something really wrong with those people. That's my personal opinion. But assuming you can handle it. You know, the other thing too is a lot of times people think, well, if you invite, bring another kid that you're robbing from the ones that you have. Because oh, to them, wow. love is a limited quantity. That's not true. It's just a limit. you can only have, it's like a bank account. You only have so much money in the bank account, and if you have more, then you can, that's not love. Love is unlimited. You can love a hundred children. So, uh, you guys want to adopt a child, God bless you. You can be a blessing and an answer into their life. I was adopted, hence the reason I have the name Gunger. You were actually adopted mm-hmm. right by yourself. Yeah. So, you're right into the right people if you want someone to af- affirm <laughs> And that's my dad
3: always told me I was also adopted. He
1: was adopted, but they kept bringing him back, and so you know it just didn't work. So uh, you yeah, know, absolutely, you know, people, people are just selfish. Here's the crazy: thing. people are so selfish they get angry if you're not as selfish as they are. Yeah, that's really what it is. They are so stinking selfish that if you are more altruistic than it actually irritates them. Your in-laws or or whoever it is, it's her parents. You're your, her parents are so fundamentally selfish themselves, the idea that you would stretch out to more is insulting to them. You know, look, you can't fix your parents. You can't fix your in-laws. You can't fix anybody. Just live your life. Do your thing. If they say it's terrible, it's terrible, just smile. Ignore them. Why do you care? The Bible says you should obey your parents. No, children should obey their parents. Older ones should respect and honor their parents. You can still honor them. Adopt more babies.
0: All right, see ya. bye Fun storm in the castle <laughs> <laughs>